This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. If you don't mind, I want to take my time today. Thanksgiving and Christmas is right around the corner. Most of us are going to be spending time and holidays with our families and our children. But did you know in the U.S., 397,122 children are living without permanent families in the foster care system. 101,667 of these children are eligible for adoption, but nearly 32% of these children will wait over three years in foster care before being adopted. Around the world, there are an estimated 153 million orphans who have lost one parent. There are 17,900,000 orphans who have lost both parents and are living in orphanages or on the streets and lack care and attention required for healthy development. These children are at risk for disease, malnutrition, and death. Today's special guest is Douglas Reprogle, founder and COO of Agape Adoption Agency of Arizona Incorporated. Welcome to the Father Matters Show, Douglas. Thank you, Vince. I'm so happy to be here. And to talk about something that's so dear to my heart, foster care and adoption, it's one of the most incredible ministries that I've ever had the opportunity to be a part of. Yes, sir. And it wasn't until I got old that I got to do that. You know, I started out when I was young and had a vision and a desire to do something and thought I was always going to be in music. And I love music. It's still part of music is my life. But it wasn't until my wife and I, uh, Leslie, were married and she took a trip to Haiti a missions trip and came back and wanted to do something to help the, the children of Haiti. And I said, sure, let's go ahead and do it. Quit your job, start the agency. We did that, but it still, I was behind her, but it hadn't got my heart yet. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And it wasn't until we started dealing with the children of Arizona. Mm-hmm. Once we found out there are orphans and children right here in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Children in the state of Arizona that are orphans. Yes. Here, we don't like to call them orphans. We call them foster children. We don't say they're in orphanages. We say they're in group homes or they're in foster care. But the reality is they're orphans and they're motherless and they're fathers. James one twenty seven in the Word of God says that true religion, the, the translation I love says religion that God loves is caring for the orphans and the widows. Understanding that that is a special part in God's heart and he's called us to be a part of that. My heart began to leap and my spirit rejoiced and Leslie and I have been able to put ourselves into that right smack in the middle of adoption and foster care Mm -hmm. and God has blessed that it's the most rewarding thing I've ever been a part of. Every day I get to go home, lay down at night, mm-hmm. say, I made a difference in somebody's life today. 
whether it was the difference in a parent's life who has never had a child and never been able to have children, and, and yet then they adopt and see an adoption finalized, or if I see a child who's homeless and has no hope put into a good home with a mother and a father, adults that will care for them and love with them and make a, a commitment to see that child flourish, I know I made a difference. So I know that was a long introduction, but I'm so thankful to what God has done and what he's put in our hearts and the opportunity we have to serve the children of our state and our nation and the families and make a difference. That, that's powerful. Powerful, Doug. Powerful. What, let me ask you, what is the difference between foster care and adoption? Matt, that's such a good question because we throw it together so often. But it's very simple. Foster care is a temporary situation, a temporary placement of a child into a home-like setting. And adoption is just the opposite. Adoption is permanent. It means that child is placed in a family for a lifetime. That child has a mother and a father, uh, maybe sisters and brothers and aunties and uncles, mm-hmm. and that it didn't have a connection with before, and now it has that forever. You know, it reminds me of, I have biological children. I have two of them. Yes. And uh, my son is 30 years old. Reminds me of my age. And I can't imagine my 30-year-old son at 30 being in a situation in life today without knowing that he has a soft landing spot or a place in time of need that he can come to. Yeah, yeah. It's called mom and dad. Yeah. It's called the family. It's the it's the program. It's what God put together from the very beginning. And so to give children who don't have that experience a forever family, the Bible says that God places a solitaire in a family. They are jewels. Now, Les and I have two boys yes. that we've adopted. They're my life. My grown kids are amazing. Yes, yes. I have grandbabies that Oh my gosh, they're, you know, they they just make my day. But to know that I was chosen to be able to adopt two baby boys that I don't know what their life would have been like had they not been placed That's in right. this family. That's right. But because God ordains everything and I believe that God ordains our steps and he knew that those two boys, James and Jackson, yes, were supposed to be with Doug and Leslie yes. forever. Amen. What a blessing. What a honor it is to know that I have been obedient to the voice of God and I'm doing what he called me to do and I get to be daddy again. Amen. Amen. And and it's like I, I, I know we are, we, we, we are pulling on the hearts of some listeners right now. Doug, we got listeners all across this country, all across this nation, man. And and what I love about this, when I was, when I was doing my, my, my research Man, it made me go into the bedroom. You know, Raina and I got five kids at home, brother. And it was probably about 1130. Brother, you got making my ears water, brother. Right, because, right. But, but that's what I love about the Father Matters show, man. It's, it's, it's real talk, brother. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and I just two days ago scolded my son for misbehaving in school, man. And just being a little five-year-old boy in there kindergarten right. and when i started doing my research brother i, I could have brought a whole bunch of stuff i just wanted to oh, narrow yeah. it down to this because i didn't want to take no time from you 
I had to go into my son's room at 1130, man, and kiss him on his forehead while he was sleeping. Yeah. To 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 thank God for allowing me to be his father. Man. Absolutely. And, and 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 to thank God for him choosing me to be his daddy. man. Yeah. And, and I know and, and I think, why? What is the background? Why are some of our kids? Where is the hole in some of us as men and, and, and the parents that our kids are being taken away from us? And it's like, what is what is the root of that? The, what is the root of adoption and, and foster care? If I could ask. Well, I, I, I believe that it's it's God ordained from the very beginning. You know, the very first foster child was Moses yes. in the Bible. So it goes way back. This mm-hmm. is not a new program, you know, and and he was put and then adopted into a family and raised as their own. Right. So adoption and foster care is not new. It's in the heart of God. He intends for every child, every individual born on this earth to have a mother and a father. That's his plan. Yes, yes. We can't change his plan. And so for us to be able to step in and fulfill the plan of God, whenever may circumstances, whatever they are, whatever circumstances has broken a family apart or created a situation for that child to be a homeless and motherless or fatherless, for God to be able to step in and say, oh, no. I'm looking out for that child, and I've placed this one to be his father or this one to be their mother. Yeah. And to put that together, man, it all of heaven rejoices yeah. because that's the plan of God. His plan is not to ever see anyone to go motherless and fatherless. And we know that the Scripture tells us that he'll be a father. He'll be a father to the fatherless and mother to the motherless. But he also intends for the church of the living God which we are God's hands extended on this earth, that means we are to be the mother and the father yeah. to those children. Now, let me ask you, because right now somebody is listening that's, that's, that's in a situation where they're considering giving their child or children up for adoption, or, or they are adult who, they, are, they may be an adult who grew up in foster care. But my, my thing is for someone that's thinking about giving up their child or someone know that their grandchild may be in a foster care, how, 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 how would we speak to their hearts right now? Well, Vance, I just want to say that this world that we live in causes us to make choices and do things, whether good or bad, that bring about circumstances sometimes that are beyond our control. But I want to be the reassurance to say that God ultimately has it in control. Mm -hmm. And whether that's a grandchild who's been placed in in the foster care system or a child who's been placed in the foster care system, I want to say to those grandparents and those mothers or those fathers, they're still your children. Do what you can do, what you need to do to become and maintain that mother father, grandparent position in their life. Don't break those connections when possible. And when that is necessary and when that has to be done, you know what you can still do? You can pray for that child every day of their life. Mm -hmm. I know that Leslie and I, we have connections with our birth families of our boys. We maintain those connections with them. So it's not like now we've adopted them. They have nothing to do with their biological families. No, we have two families now that have come together. So there's a rejoicing. 
you know, and we celebrate that. And so my boys come from two completely different families that don't even know each other. But when it's Christmas or birthdays, guess what? All kinds of families come together because God's put it together. And we are still being a family to those boys. Yes. Doug, let me ask you, what if someone feels led to adopt, but they feel they aren't able to handle the uncertainty from a child they don't know? Well, let me talk about that uncertainty, Vance. And I have done training for foster care families for years now, for over five years. And I always say this. I have a biological son who's 30. When he turned 13, things started going sideways. Wasn't so good. It was uncertain. He made choices that I never thought about. I never planned on. I certainly didn't ever want to be a part of. But because of the choices that he made, we had to go do things that we didn't necessarily want to ever do. It was uncertainty. That was my biological son who was raised in church, who was in church every Sunday morning, every Sunday night, every Wednesday. That's the only thing he knew. So there's uncertainty in every element of life. We, there's risk in everything, but it doesn't mean that it's hopeless. God will still breathe hope into that situation, and he can bring it all about if we're willing to participate in the plan of God. My man, I appreciate that. And, and you're listening to the Father Matters Show with Vance Sims. And today's guest is Douglas Reprical founder and COO of Agape Adoption Agency of Arizona Incorporated. Tune in real quick. Get someone else to, to come next to the, near to the radio and just share the rest of the show with you. We'll hear more from Douglas after this. Hi, this is Vance Sims, host of the Father Matters Show. Would you consider partnering with us? Father Matters is a nonprofit ministry that's listener supported and relies on donations and grants. All funds raised go directly to Father Matters mentoring programs for families, which means that your donation will help important projects that service children and families. For more information about partnering with us, log on to fathermatters.org and click the Donate to Father Matters icon. Together, let's build stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And we're back with Douglas Reprical, founder and COO of Agape Adoption Agency of Arizona Incorporated. If you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also, catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com. Catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. Douglas, do you provide caseworkers to help assist with the process? Oh, yeah, Vince. Whenever families are interested in foster care or adoption. And let me say this, that both or either are not necessarily right or wrong for every family. Every family has a plan. Every family has a niche or a right thing for them. So I'm certainly not going to endorse or say that every family has to do foster care. Every family has to adopt. There are 
families who are just incredible foster families. There are also families that are incredible adoption families. So it doesn't mean you have to do both. Many times families do both. Leslie and I, for example, we did. We fostered our boys, and then when it came time and their case plan turned to adoption, we said yes, and we were able to adopt them. Mm -hmm. So now we no longer foster because our house is full and our beds are full. That's right. But So things change. So there's not a right or wrong, but yes, whenever a family comes in, we give them, we assign them workers and training. There's training that's before you ever get anything done in your home, you get to go through some training. We're going to hold your hand and walk you through that and help you decide, make those decisions of what's best for your family, what type of child can fit in your family, what race of children can fit in your family. We have a mixed-race family, but every family can't be a mixed-race family. You have to know your extended family. So we do a lot of research and a a lot of digging into your family and help you decide what's right for your family. Is foster care right? Is adoption right? Is fostering to adopt right? What age, child, gender of children? All those things are taken into account. What advice would you give to a family looking to choose between foster care and adoption? Well, that's a question follows up really good on the last one because sometimes, this is what I want, bottom line is, We need to have an open mind because there are times when I've seen it so often. It happened in my life. We were set. We set out. We wanted to adopt a child. But through the course of things, it began to change. We said, okay, we then we said yes to foster care. And it was through that situation. God brought James into our lives. And then ultimately he was a permanent member. He's adopted now. So. I I really encourage families to have an open heart, have an open mind, and know what your ultimate goal and what you feel is right, but don't be so committed to the way that you think it ought to happen, because sometimes God's plans are not necessarily ours. Mm-hmm. Now, the ultimate blessing is from God, but he may go about achieving that blessing completely different, amen, amen. than what amen. you or I think is going to come about. Doug, unpack a little bit about your trainings. What goes on in your trainings at Agape? Well, whenever we start training, the the first initial training, it's uh, actually about 30 hours of training that families go through. And it's going to begin dealing with the children. It's going to talk about foster care in depth, what foster care is all about, what it looks like, how it reacts, how you have to respond, what your responsibilities are going to be, the difference in adoption, what you're going to go through, how those things are going to affect your family. We're going to spend a lot of time talking about the children and the trauma that they've experienced, the hurts that they've experienced, the sometimes abuse or neglect or maltreatment that they've experienced, and how you as a mother and father, get to be the healing agent to help that child recover from the things that they've been through, from the things that life has dealt them, mm. to helping them become a mature, healthy member of society that can go past those heartaches and those hurts and those griefs and those losses to recover and be healthy. And prosper for them. Amen. How long does the process usually take to become a foster adoptive parent? Well, there's 30 hours of training that has to take place, and that's going to uh, 
you know, sometimes that's 10 weeks, sometimes it's a little bit shorter, and then there's home study processes that need to take place. Uh, then there's the licensing process or the certification for adoption that has to take place. And so realistically, from the time a family says, yes, count me in, I want to get started today, mm-hmm. it's probably going to be 120 days minimum by the time they go through the process. You've got fingerprint clearance to go through and criminal history, self-disclosures, and all those types of things. What we don't ever want to do is take a hurting child and place them in a place that we're saying, this is going to be your safe place, and then that place not be safe. Mm. So there's so many checks and balances and trainings to make sure that when we say this is the right place, that it really is a right place. How important is it to get children in foster care or adopted before a certain age? Brother, I can't say how important it is enough. And the sooner, the better. The sooner, the better. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, there's been a lot of studies done on children from three years old on down. How much of their connecting, how many of the relationships, are the attachments are built in those early years. And for them to be in situations where they don't have the ability to make those attachments can create years of rehabilitation and years of work to try to recover what was lost in the early years. So the sooner the better. The sooner we can help children be placed into a permanent, loving family, the sooner the healing can begin for that child. Yeah, that, that, that that's heavy. And, and then I was also, when I was doing my research, I didn't put it in here. They were saying, like, after a kid gets around age 9, 11, it gets harder for them. What, what, what's that? Well, the reason is, Vance, is because we're, we are a society that uh, we like uh, babies and we like the young kids and we have this idea of family in our minds, many of us, that a family is a mom and dad and they have a baby and they grow that baby up. But we don't necessarily think about being a mom and dad with no babies and starting off with a 9 or a 10 or a 14 Mm -hmm. or a Mm 16-year-old. But you know what, Vance? The need for that 9, 12, 15, 16-year-old child is just as great, maybe greater than an infant that was just born yesterday needing a forever home. Because those children, without given hope, Without giving a family structure and a family situation, many of them never have that place to go to. I read a study that said that maybe 50% of our homeless population are children who have aged out of the foster care systems in America. That's way too many. And we can make a difference if we're willing to do the work. Are those situations easy? Absolutely not. It's never easy. But the reward is incredible. Douglas, where can people go to learn more about Agape Adoption Agency? Well, I would encourage people to go to our website. Mm-hmm. It's www.agapeaz.org. Spell that agape. Spell agape that. is spelled A-G-A-P-E, A-Z for Arizona, dot O-R-G. We're a nonprofit uh, corporation here in the state of Arizona. We 
place foster children in the state of Arizona. We also are a Hague accredited adoption agency to do international adoptions. We work with children from Uganda. We have orphanage there that we're making placements for those children. So we are accredited. We've done our homework. We've we're not new any longer. That's We've right. been in business for over seven years. So go to the website and check us out. You'll see some testimonials, all the work that we do. And I just want to encourage the listeners. Yes. Listen to the voice of God inside of you and be willing to say yes. If not now, when? Douglas, brother, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate you so much, man. And and thank you for, for listening to the Father Matters Show. Send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. Wednesday, December 3rd, Father Matters is hosting a job and training institute. Log on to fathermatters.org for more information. See you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you and God bless.